What is up and welcome back to 24 Minutes of A24, the podcast that takes a look at the A24 library 24 minutes at a time. I am Ethan Simi. And I'm Ben Lahorn. This week, we are looking forward to talking about everything A24 is bringing out in 2023 from Boa's Afraid to Past Lives and everything in between. We're doing it, Ben. We're back to A24 territory. Here we back. are an A24 pod. Um, so it makes sense, I, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the rumor. <laughs> Last time I checked, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. in the title. Um, it's been a while since we've talked about specifically A24. We talked about our top 10 movies of 2022 last week. That was a blast. I still hold firm and true. Um, we need to talk about Decision to Leave and Nope a lot more. Um, and, yeah. and that is, that's just cinematic fact. Um, but we're looking forward. You mentioned we're, we're going to 2023 for A24. Um, and Pretty much, I'm just. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna start off with a hot take. It looks like to me, and we'll see. We'll see as we start going through this. Besides everything, everywhere, all at once. Last year, it's looking like 2023 could be better for A24 than 2022. That's what I'm gonna say. And we're gonna flush it out and see how we go. Uh, before we start talking about TV, movies, everything. I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Caleb Jeter, a uh, listener, a uh, fan of the pod. Incredible video that he posted to TikTok of the of the stuff that he won from our pod, dude. It was so heartwarming. Dude, it really was. Like, you sent it to me because I'm, like, horrible on TikTok. Uh, and so, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I took the link it. and I sent it to you in a text. So you that did, way I knew yeah. you got it. <laughs> That's me showing my age. Like, yes, 40 <laughs> is around the corner. Uh, but it was so cool to see that. It was, like, the nicest video ever. Um, I mean, he said it in the video, but, you know, it was, you know, just signed by Ethan. But it's like, comes from both of us. Like, we are so happy to have you listening to the pods and to everyone that does. I mean, we send out the rest of the stuff um, to the other winners. So, you know, it'd be great if we, if we hear from them as well, once they get that stuff, but that was such a nice video, Caleb, thank you so much. Like I honestly look forward to your like involvement and just like, you know, the discussion stuff like that every single week. So I really appreciate it. Stoked to have you here. Yeah, it means a lot, Caleb. So thank you. And uh, you are correct. It was very hard to send you that after Sun postcard. That was a tough, <laughs> tough feat. But look, you deserve it, my guy. You deserve it. Uh, hold it. Hold it in high esteem because that is worth a lot uh, in my heart. Okay, Ben. 2023. Uh, there was a movie at the very end of 2022 that we did not get to here on the pod. We did not talk about. It released like two days before the end of the year. You want to talk about that real quick before we go 2023? Yeah, it's a movie. Um, I mean, I was I was really looking forward to it, and it's called This Place Rules. Uh, it was from Andrew Callahan, who has like unfortunately you know come under some issues of like you know alleged sexual assault and things like that, which is like a bummer. I know he checked himself into a center. I don't know if it's like a rehab center or a mm. addiction center. So that's super unfortunate for a lot of reasons, you know, especially the victims, but. Um, I, I was very much looking forward to this documentary. I, I really enjoyed his YouTube channel, channel five and his old one of all gas, no break. So, you know, I, I think this falls into a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about now. It's just like, what do we do? We, what do we go back and cover? Like there's so much yeah. stuff to talk about. So that was, that was one that I was looking forward to, but obviously the Oscars took precedence and I'm really glad that we covered that. So who knows, maybe we'll get around to that one eventually. Yeah, totally. A uh, documentary about the January 6th, Capital riots. It's on HBO Max right now. So if you're interested, you can go go check that out. Um, so we we missed that one. We also missed covering a couple of other 2022 movies here on the pod. I know we missed the inspection 
And we also missed yeah. the Eternal Daughter um, kind of at the end of 2022. Uh, same with God's Creatures. There were a handful. So we'll see. If you're interested in us covering one of those, just shoot us a message on Twitter and let us know if yeah. there's like a specific one that you want us to talk about because we, we will absolutely do that. Um, let's do 2023. I kind of want to start with the TV shows because to be honest, it's not that many TV shows that, that A24 is really directly tied to in 2023. And yeah. then we can go all movies all the way. How does that sound, Ben? All at once. Yep. Let's all do at it. once. <laughs> all the movies <laughs> all at once happening. Uh, okay. Let's start with Beef. This new series on Netflix comes out on uh, April 6th. So next week when this pod gets released, which is super exciting. It is about two people who let a road rage incident burrow into their minds and slowly consume their every thought and action. Steven Yoon, Ali Wong, Ashley Park, Joseph Lee, some big names in this one. It is 10 episodes. I believe they're about 25 minutes of pop. We're going to cover it here on the pod. Truth be told, the posters are great and the trailer makes it look really good. And it's really good on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Yeah, I am very excited for this. I love Steven Yeun, obviously, um, but also like Ali Wong. I've seen her in concert before. Like she's a nice. she's hilarious. Um, I think is always be my maybe that she yep. was in. And I think maybe wrote like that's a great movie too if you are into the rom coms. So I, I'm super excited. Like you said, the trailers are great. Um, it you know kind of reminds me of um I think it's called Falling Down the old Michael Douglas movie from like the early nineties where he just banger like, has, movie yeah right banger movie <laughs> incredible pick it was giving me some <laughs> vibes of that like when you just yeah. couldn't let go or like when fixate you, like, on one little yeah, thing exactly yeah. like whatever broke the camel's back it felt it feels like that's what we're gonna be getting yep. so I'm super excited to watch these and talk about these it's a it's a great cast and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's so unreal that you mentioned that movie because I remember that movie. That was like a pivotal movie that my dad showed me when like oh. I was a teenager, and he's like, "You're yeah. old enough to understand Michael Douglas just absolutely losing his Dude. fucking mind." <laughs> Seriously, um, and I, I mean, I haven't seen that movie in 15 years, and there are scenes in that movie I could literally like paint a picture of. Like oh, I know yeah. exactly what they were. Yeah. Um. Anybody who hasn't seen that, highly recommend. Like that's a that's a Michael Douglas like Black Horse movie or Dark Horse movie. That's a yeah, yeah. really good. Um. Awesome. Okay. Uh. I wanted to mention Ashley Park is also in an upcoming movie called Joyride with Stephanie Sue, oh, which yeah. looks absolutely unhinged in all the best possible ways. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh. The other only other confirmed 2023 release for A24 in terms of TV shows is The Idol. Now, this is going to be on HBO Max. This is starring The Weeknd, Lily Rose Depp, Troy Sivan, Dan Levy, Eli Roth, Rachel Sennett. We're big Rachel Sennett fans Huge here on the pod. Fans, yes. Hank Azaria. Um, this is co-produced by Sam Levinson. A lot, a lot of behind-the-scenes drama. And I I know how you feel, Ben, and I, I share the same sentiment. I don't know if I could care less about this television show coming out. Yeah, this this is like I don't know. I I'm honestly like curious if we're going to cover this or not. I guess you know, right. it's up to us what we cover. And right now, just like I don't have a desire to watch it. Obviously, if you know the the listeners really want us to cover it, we will. If they want our thoughts on it, like we're more than happy to watch whatever people want to hear us talk about. But yeah, for me, it was just kind of like this like just all the behind the scenes sam levinson oh. like that last season euphoria really went off the rails and hearing about oh. like barbie ferreras all that kind of stuff and just to know that this this feels like that just like amped up and i was like oh my yeah. god like this 
looks so fucking weird. Uh, and that the ish, the, what was the exchange he had with the, the weekend had with, um, was it with E or something like that? Cause they got name dropped in the trailer and yeah, I it was some, There's some big like, publication and they like took a snippet from the show and basically like was able to basically say, Oh, your publication's not relevant anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I thought it was like the Hollywood reporter or something. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. It, it was a terrible. I mean, so Here's the here's the synopsis. It says a self-help guru and leader of a modern day cult that that I mean, if you stop right there, that's enough to be a little worried, honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, enters a complicated relationship with a rising pop idol. Now, all of the behind the scenes drama, you can definitely Google it and go check it out. The really, really, really high level short of it is that Sam Levinson is kind of a really fuck like fucked up person and really mm-hmm. big pervert and basically just like wanted weird sexual things to happen on this show. Uh, and you you mentioned Euphoria, which is a perfect example of like Sam Levinson thinking he's probably better at writing shows than he actually is. And I, I yeah. used to be, I used to look forward to Sam Levinson. He did a, a movie for Netflix in the pandemic called Malcolm and Marie had mm-hmm. John David Washington Zendaya shot in black and white. It was a stage adaptation about a, a very deep and troubled relationship one night after a party. And I wanted it to be so good and it was not. And so I just think I've continually been let down by Sam Levinson and it's obviously not, not really okay to like support that kind of behavior and action. So yeah, I don't know. TBD on the pod. Yeah. It's a bummer. I think that the the director, I mean, she may have been the writer as well, but got, like fired like over halfway through production Ugh, and then they rewrote stuff to be more for the weekend. It's just like, dude, like it's just gross. I, I just have yeah. an icky feeling about this. That's my, that's my official yeah. response. I feel icky. <laughs> I feel icky. Uh, <laughs> I just like, I don't know. I'll watch it if, if we have to, but this isn't something I would choose to, to watch by any means. When, when the trailer first came out and it said from the twisted mind of Sam Levinson, I was like, what the fuck are we doing? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Cause it's not twisted. Like it's, He's just delivering us very um, pure high school drug drama. Like, I don't I don't know. Yeah. It's not that <laughs> twisted to me. Uh, so no. I don't know. Not so great on that one. Uh, the two other ones I want to mention. Now, these don't technically have a 2023 firm release date, but they are two very exciting projects that A24 has been tied to. The first one is Crystal Lake, which is a prequel series to Friday the 13th starring Adrian King. That's the only person that's been casted so far. It's in very, very pre-production stages. Nice. But it's a big deal because Friday the 13th hasn't been able to be like expanded upon or made. I know there's been some big trademark issues with acquiring that property. Yeah. Um, so it's a big deal. Are you Friday the 13th guy? Uh, I mean, it's not super high on my list of like the horror franchises by any yeah. means. Um, I, I think it's one of those things I respect it, you know, more. like it's just not yeah, something yeah. I, I'm much more of a Halloween scream fan. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, like I'm all about that. Friday the 13th is just like, I don't know. It just didn't mm-hmm. hit me the right way, but I, I am actually excited about this because I won't spoil Friday the 13th. Whoever hasn't seen it, but it's just like knowing who the killer is and how we get there. I'm like, all right, this will be kind of cool to see if like, they're going to, I assume that's what they're going to address in this series. Yeah. I like that. It's kind of like an ex Pearl type of situation where you're like, yeah, you go yeah. back and watch Pearl and you're like, Oh, this is probably more fascinating to see how, how she got to where she is. Um, I've seen actually, you know what? I've never seen a Friday the 13th. I've never seen okay. one of them. Um, I don't I feel ruin t- it for you. 
Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. You can't be too too careful with spoilers well, these days. But you also, know? I guess like Wes Craven ruined it for everyone because I think it's the last trivia question at the beginning of Scream. So um, <laughs> if you've kill, seen yeah. Scream, yeah, so Damn you it. know. But, See, yeah. I powerhoused all the Screams to get to Scream 6, brother. Totally Dude. worth it. Totally yeah, worth it. 100%. Uh, so that is happening. That's really exciting. I know, I know a lot of people are looking forward to that. The other one I wanted to talk about was called The Sympathizer. Now, this is going to be on HBO Max. This is apparently reported to be directed and scripted by Park Chan-wook, who did uh, Decision to Leave. Uh, he's done The Handmaiden. He's done some very, very iconic and incredible things. It is a half French, half uh, about a half French, half Vietnamese man who served as a spy for communist forces during the Vietnam War. We've got Robert Downey Jr., uh, Sandra Oh, and it is based on a Pulitzer Prize-winning novel. Uh, nice. That sounds really good for A24 to be attached to. Very much the inverse of The Idol. This sounds like something like they, 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 they sought it out, they figured it out, and they got something good. Yeah, and this cast is great. And honestly, just Park Chan-wook alone is like, deserves you checking it out, you know, but... Yep. Yeah, Sandra O oh being in it, the set photos we've seen of Robert Downey Jr. Like he looks so weird, and I love it. Like, um, I, I think he looks he looks great. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited about this. The Handmaiden is like one of my favorite things I've seen probably in like the last five years. Like it was it wow, was new nice. to me. I was like, oh, this is a amazing and beautiful film. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay, that's really exciting. And I think that's Park Chan Wook's first foray into television, which is a big you know kind of a big deal. I think um, with him, yeah, like at the helm, he's done some producing. Like he produced okay. the Snowpiercer TV show, another oh, great nice. movie, Snowpiercer. Um, little like he's done some stuff, but yeah, I think this is his first one where he's directing it. So that's nice, cool. cool. Okay, let's do twenty twenty three movies. We're gonna talk about all these. It looks like we have twenty four or sorry, twenty two uh, movies that have a twenty twenty three release date, I believe. Um, well, some of them have a release date. Others are slated for 2023. Obviously, we know that could mean that they come out this year or not. Yeah. Um, and then we have a lot of TBA things that, that I, I wanted to put on the list. I wanted to throw out there just in case they do come out in 2023. Uh, but it's also, you know, future looking projects to be excited for when it comes mm -hmm. to A24. And then we're going to give our top five that we're most excited for here at the end of the list, um, which I'm, I'm really excited for. So we've missed a couple that have come out in 2023. We haven't covered them on the pod because of the Oscars. Mm -hmm. We're starting off with Jesse Eisenberg's directorial debut called When You Finish Saving the World. Now, this did screen at uh, 2022 Sundance. I was able to watch it uh, virtually. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was quite a strong directorial debut. I'm excited to, to check it out again. And, and I'm genuinely, I'm curious to see if they like kept the entire cut or if they changed anything about the movie. Um, this is the synopsis. It says Evelyn and her oblivious son, Ziggy seek out replacements for each other as Evelyn desperately tries to parent an unassuming teenager at her shelter while Ziggy fumbles through his pursuit of a brilliant young woman at school. Ziggy is played by Finn Wolfhard and, uh, yeah. Evelyn is played by Julianne Moore. Um, I like this movie and I'm sure we'll cover it on the pot. Yeah, that's one thing I remember from Sundance is you talking about how much you enjoyed this movie. So yeah, that's definitely got me amped up about it as well. So I'm I'm stoked to check this out. It's kind of wild to me that like this came out in at 2022 Sundance and got a release one year later, which I guess like I've never really thought about. I know that certain movies that that just is the case. They don't get picked up by a studio or a streamer or anything mm -hmm. right away. 
Um, but I thought it was quite a strong directorial debut. I mean, it does have its faults, but I, I guess I thought, you know, some, someone like A24 picks it up and drops it in March, right, on, on yeah. Apple TV Plus or something. Um, so that's, that's a little interesting. I think it did do some theatrical release business, but okay. I think it just like kind of took off after that and just kind of like, so I don't know, maybe VOD, give it a Google search, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how it. we're going to watch it. We're <laughs> going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> um, the second one. Now this one came out a week later on January 27th. This is, uh, called close. It is by Lucas Daunt. This was up for an international best picture at the uh, 2023 Oscars. The intense friendship between two 13-year-old boys, Leo and Remy, suddenly gets disrupted. Struggling to understand what has happened, Leo approaches Sophie, Remy's mother. Close is a film about friendship and responsibility. Now, you just watched the trailer for this one. Was that your first time watching the trailer before we recorded? No, I just wanted a refresher. Um, I looked it up because our our buddy um, Clayton, I know he said that was his favorite film of last year. So that's high praise. I think when the like senior awards editor for variety tells you his favorite movie, it's like, all right, this is worth <laughs> checking out for sure. So um, I'm, I'm, this is definitely something we're going to cover. Like I, I'm very excited to see this. Absolutely. Watch the trailer. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to start crying based on the trailer. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's great. Uh, that'll be, that'll be a tough one. Sharper. Now this movie came out on Apple TV plus came out in February it is starring Julianne Moore, Sebastian Stan, Justice Smith, John Lithgow, the goat, uh, which is really exciting. Yeah. It is uh, directed by Benjamin Caron. Um, and here's the synopsis. Motivations are suspect and expectations are turned chaos as a con artist takes on Manhattan billionaires. What's your what's your vibe on this one, man? Because I, I, I truthfully, I didn't hear a lot, but I saw the trailer and I was like, hmm, I don't know. I mean, yeah, literally like that's it. Like it was just, (laughs) if you, if you had read me this, you know, synopsis and told me the cast, I'd be like, hell yeah. Opening night. Let's do it. I'm excited. Yep. And then the trailer came out and I was like, oh, all right. (laughs) That's literally what I did. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's just like, okay, weird, but I don't know. I mean, I'm more excited about this than the idol. That's for sure. So, (laughs) but I was surprised the reaction that I had to the trailer and like, this feels like, something I'd be super into, but maybe, maybe I will. Maybe the trailer is misleading. We'll see. I'm sure we'll get around to it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm hopeful. Obviously I, I like Julianne more. I think she's quite good and kind of doing some really, really cool projects. Obviously Sebastian Stan is great. He's been making some really cool decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, it's under two hours. It's available on Apple TV plus I just, you know, came out during dumpuary. So like, I just don't have great faith in it. Um, and, yeah, the the trailer, I just, I guess I watched it and I was just like, okay, I kind of got the movie. Like, I kind of, I kind of just like felt the the whole thing happen. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I do want to cover it here on the pod because I want to be proven wrong. I hate when I watch a trailer and I'm like, that doesn't look good. And then I go watch it and I was like, oh shit, that was fantastic. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I got you to hold me accountable, man. <laughs> I mean, and I'm just looking at this Benjamin Karen dude and I guess he directed like three episodes of Andor and every wow. episode of Andor is awesome. So that's true. You know, I feel like he must be good. 11 episodes of the crown. I mean, the, the dude knows what he's doing, but this looks like it might be maybe his first feature film. Um, oh, okay. So that presents its own challenges, but yeah, we'll, we'll get around to it. I'm sure. Yeah. We're going to round to it. I, I'm really, really curious because a concept like that, I just wanted to get like really on the erotic thriller side of things mm. where it's like, 
because jo- Julianne Moore is very beautiful, Sebastian Stan, gorgeous, and it's like John Lithgow. Come on, man. Oh, let's come do it. on, throw yeah, him in the mix. Sex pot. Like, yeah. let's go. Come, you know, like let's get really dark and weird, and <laughs> and that's that's the shit I want to see. Um, okay. Last week, two weeks ago, we had a Pi re-release. Now, this is Darren Aronofsky's uh, feature-length film directorial debut. This got a re-release in a bunch of theaters. It was only playing in one theater in my town that was like half an hour away. And I'm going to be honest with you, I wasn't going to go. I wasn't going to go out of my way to go see this. Did was it playing in in Salt Lake at all? I honestly didn't even look it up. I have no idea. <laughs> like I, I wasn't going to go see it. I, I want to see Pi. I own Pi. Yeah. I you own I it. Know that- wow. Yeah, I know that I enjoy Aronofsky more than you do. I think yeah. that's pretty well established. So like, but for some reason, I've just never checked this one out. I've seen everything else, but I just haven't seen this one. So um, I don't know. Maybe we'll get around to it. We'll see. Yeah, maybe maybe we tackle that. I think it's interesting that like A24 was like, hey, we'll re-release this for the 25th anniversary. That's really a big like distribution move mm-hmm. in in my eyes of like, hey, where can we capitalize on getting some chunks of change to see us out through the through the year um and like truthfully i kind of hope they do more of that i think that's really exciting from them to just be like here's a weekend like go see pie and like that's that's really cool yeah 100 percent um all right showing up now this is the next new movie in line from a24 we're definitely covering it here on the pod it is by Kelly Reichert, who did First Cow for A24 as well. Stars Hung Chow, which we love Hung Chow on this pod. Mm-hmm. So in an A24 film, that's going to be really, really good. Michelle Williams, Andre 3000 uh, from High Life, which yeah. incre- like incredible. We have some great A24 ties. A sculptor preparing to open a new show must balance her creative life with the daily dramas of family and friends in Kelly Reichert's vibrant and captivatingly funny portrait of art and craft. What do you think about the the trailer to this one, Ben? Um, I don't know. Like it was fine. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like our experience with Hong Chao last year was like with the whale and the menu. Like there's so many different things, and then this one obviously is just like a much different character. Okay. And you know, we've been spending all Oscar season with Michelle Williams as Steve Spielberg's mom, <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's like some whatever lowly artist. Like I I had a hard time just like adjusting, and that's my own fault. So. Um, yeah, but you know, I've got to have faith in Kelly Riker, so I'm I'm excited to check this one out. Yeah, you know, I've heard it's uh it's quite intimate, it's quite you know of of daily life kind of a thing. I'm excited for it, and I'm really interested to see um kind of what it is, and it, you know, it seems like it has that A24 vibe to it. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I'm 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 pretty stoked for that one. April 21st. This is the big one. This is the big yeah. boy, Ben. This is this is, this is the big bow right mm-hmm. here. We both re we both rewatched the trailer right before we recorded, and we both had commentary for each other like during the trailer. Yeah. We were just like, "This trailer fucking rocks!" <laughs> so good. So it was good. unreal. Obviously, this is Ari Aster's next film, starring Joaquin Phoenix, Parker Posey. Rise up, right, Ben? Parker Dude, Posey. Yeah, let's 100%. go. I cannot wait. That's all I need. Um, Amy Ryan, Richard Kind, uh, Michael Gandolfini, and Nathan Lane. This is a synopsis. Following the sudden death of his mother, a mild-mannered but anxiety-ridden man confronts his darkest fears as he embarks on an epic Kafka-esque odyssey back home. A really wonderful profile on Ari Aster just came out in the New York Times uh, this morning, actually, that we're recording. So by the time this comes out, it'll be a few days old. Talking about Ari Aster, 
where he finds comedy meeting horror, his relationship with, with Joaquin Phoenix, his interest in doing a Western next for his next film, which I think is really interesting. Um, it doesn't tell us anything about what Bo is Afraid is about, which is yeah. really why I read the profile. This movie's two hours and 59 fucking minutes long. Really? Oh, shit. That is the official runtime. <laughs> I, got a I don't Babylon, know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't wait. You know, like I am, I love Midsommar so much. Uh, it's one of my top A24 movies of all time. Hereditary mm-hmm. will stick with you whether you want it to or not. Like there's <laughs> no way to not remember that movie. And we talked about it before when we, when the trailer dropped, cause we covered it on here and it was just like, I still don't know what this is about. And that's no, nobody does, you know, like there's nothing in this trailer that makes me think about like the dude being hung by his skin in a room, you know, or like, or yeah. Tony Collette sawing her head off. Like there's nothing in here with that, which is great. But those movies were very intentional about their, you know, their trailers like, Oh, this is going to be fucking scary. But this one's just like, it looks weird, but I'm like, who's jumping off the cliff here? Like I, I need yeah. to know what's happening. Like this is, I just, I can't imagine what we're not seeing. And now to have a confirmed almost three hour runtime, it's like, there's so much room for just absurdity and I can't wait. I, I truthfully think that's going to be our most unhinged pod yet. Oh, uh, yeah, I just 100%. don't see how it's not. Um, We're going to have a lot of movie to cover. And I mean, I, I stand by it. We talked about the Bo is afraid trailer when it came out here on the pod and we did a short little segment on it. I think it's one of the, my favorite trailers of all time. And like, that sounds so lame. Cause it's like the movie's not even out yet. You don't mm-hmm. even know. Like it's a brand new trailer, but you said it when we were watching the trailer and we were both watching it, it like in our own homes that you just said over the mic, you were like, goodbye stranger needle drop. Absolute heat. Every it's time. So it's like, it's, it's so- good um i can't wait i'm really really excited to to see what this movie is all about um i'm really really curious like just what transpires i know the the last thing that i want to say on it is that if you watch the trailer you'll get the basically like the production companies right so you get like a24 and then it kind of like spins and you get this mw logo yeah now this mw logo can be found all in the trailer the food that Mm -hmm. bo is eating the microwave that he's using um all kinds of stuff littered throughout this is like a very truman show-esque kind of a thing of like oh this is the company that you know kind of pervades over everything type situation um what i do know is that they had a website now if you did certain things on this website they would send you a hat. A couple of friends on TikTok got a promotional hat that has this MW logo on it. Nice. Um, it's kind of like a whole like Blair Witch Project type, you know, marketing mm-hmm. scheme where it's just like really weird and we're seeding product to some people. So I'm, I, I don't know what any of that means, but I think it's really cool. I like it. I mean, it made, it made me think of um, the by and large company from Wally. Yeah. How they just like have their name on everything, you know, like just like yep. it's every, everything you get is from by and large. So it, it gave me those kind of vibes. So we'll see if that's what it is. Um, but yeah, either way, I'm just like, I cannot wait, man. This is dude. not to I, play, show my hand, but this is definitely showing up <laughs> on my top five for the year without a absolutely, doubt. <laughs> absolutely agree. I'm curious. If we're going to have to go two part pot. I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm just saying. It wouldn't surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Okay. Next up on May 26th, we have You Hurt My Feelings. This is from 
Sundance this year. I believe it was an in-person only screening. It is uh, directed by Nicole Holif Center. It is about a novelist's long-standing ma- marriage is suddenly upended when she overhears her husband giving his honest reaction to her latest book. Now, this stars Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Tobias Menzies, uh, Ariane Moy- Moyed, I believe, um, who plays Stewie in Succession. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out David Cross and Zach Cherry, who uh, you might not know Zach Cherry by his name, but you'd know him because he's the guy in all the Spider-Man movies that says, hey, Spider-Man. Do a flip. Do a flip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's that guy. Um, I am low-key really looking forward to this movie. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Like Nicole Hollis center. She was the other writer with Ben and Matt Damon on the last duel. Oh um, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking so she, let's go. Last duel. Yeah, exactly. High rise, baby. She wrote and directed. Can you ever forgive me? Um, the one with oh, okay. Melissa McCarthy. Like, so she's super solid and she did enough said with, um, James Gandolfini and Julia Louis Dreyfus. So it's kind of oh. nice to see them like coming back together. But yeah, no, this like, we talked about, I mean, you mentioned at the beginning of the episode where it's like, oh, we know about all these movies. It was like, it's crazy to think about the movies that we have no idea about because honestly, so crazy. until two weeks ago, I had no idea this movie existed. No clue at all. And then all of a sudden, 24 is like, hey, in a couple months, we're going to give you an intense like <laughs> look into families and relationships and what's a white lie and all that kind of stuff. Yep. It's like, I didn't know this existed. Like, this is crazy. So it's like, who knows? We're going to be here in September. It's like, where were they hiding this movie? You know, like whatever comes out next. So I, I cannot wait for this one though. And here's the thing. I mentioned the Sundance thing earlier with when you finish saving the world, that movie didn't come out a, until a year later. This just screened two months ago at Sundance and it's already going to see a theatrical release in May. Um, again, I'm, I'm really curious on all the behind the scenes, you yeah. know, business dealings that have to take place, but I highly recommend you check out this trailer. Um, as someone who, is turning 30 in a couple of years and has been married for almost 10 years. Um, I know this movie will make me absolutely sob and I can't <laughs> wait to just really get hurt about two people who are so in love and then they think they're not. And then they realize they really are. Yeah. And it just sounds great to me. I just love it. I can't wait. Um, ready to cry. Ready to cry. Ready to cry. Uh, okay. Next up, again, another Sundance 2023 movie here. Now, this was an in-person-only screening. Uh, This is Past Lives. This is a big one. This is a big deal. This is Celine Song's directorial debut, starring Greta Lee, Tio Yu, and John Magaro. Here's the synopsis. Nora and Hei Sung, two deeply connected childhood friends, are rest apart after Nora's family emigrates from South Korea. 20 years later, they are reunited for one fateful week as they confront notions of love and destiny. Um, A lot, myself included, a lot of early 2024 best picture predictions have this on the list. Yeah. And based on that trailer alone, I totally get it. Like, Mm. this is another one where it's just going to, I mean, I think I'm going to be out of tears by June. You know, like (laughs) these movies are putting out. Oh my God. So yeah, this looks beautiful. Um, It it looks so sincere and just like intimate. And I I cannot wait to, to check it out because even in the trailer, like her husband's like, Oh, I'm the bad guy. Like when this is a movie, it's like, not that this is like a meta movie, but like having that narrative on it is really interesting because obviously they know that. So it's like, what are they going to do with it? So this, this movie looks fantastic. 
I I just want to set I just want to level set now, listeners of the pod. If if December comes around next year and this is one of my favorite movies from a twenty twenty a twenty four of the year, just don't be surprised. Okay, yeah. I just want I just want people to know this is my movie. This is right up my alley. It's it's totally in line with the before trilogy, which is my favorite trilogy of all time. Some of my favorite movies. We've got um, Rye Lane, another walk and talk movie coming out on Hulu in just a few weeks, I believe. And then we've got this movie. So I'm really hopeful that like the walk and talk is back because we need it and I love it and I want yeah. it. Um, I just want to mention John Magaro. You may not recognize that name. He plays Charlie Geller in The Big Short. So anybody that's a fan of The Big Short, Charlie Geller, the guy that's part of the uh, very, very small um, company in his garage and he has to call his mom because he thinks the world is ending. Um, that's information only for me and probably nobody else will connect with it but i needed to say that out loud uh, yeah, i feel so really this, good about this it. venn diagram of big <laughs> short diehards <laughs> and people listening to this podcast i i am so, so glad you have this community like whoever you are please show yourself because I, I don't know this is amazing yeah. find me because we're yeah. soulmates that's all i need to know <laughs> i need to know where you are um okay uh july 28th we're pivoting to horror a24 is coming back with yeah. the scares in a movie called talk to me. Now this is by Danny and Michael Philippu. Um, I believe they have like a, they have a name. They have like a stage name or a nickname. Yeah. So I, I was just looking them up. So they have like a Australian YouTube channel called Raka Raka. Okay. And there they is. have like over 2 billion views and 6 million subscribers. And this is their directorial debut. But apparently their channel, wow. like, I don't know anything about it, but it says the channel's known for its intense live action horror comedy videos. So oh, wow. I'm so stoked to see what these guys are going to do. I have no clue what it's about or what they're about, no. but like, I'm into it already. This is all we know. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. This sounds really fucking scary. I don't know. I don't know if I want to see this movie. Um, I believe it's screened at a couple of festivals. I don't know if Sundance was one of them or not. Um, I do remember Sean Fennessy saying on the big picture he has seen this and he he did enjoy it. Um, kind of a new, you know, era horror, mm -hmm. kind of an elevated horror. Um, it sounds scary and I'm excited for it, but also it's not really my style. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like <laughs> I know Rotten Tomatoes isn't perfect by any means, but right now it's at 96% with 55 okay. reviews. Wow. So okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty solid. <laughs> that's a solid. Yeah. I mean, we're just, you know, a 24 is doing some great directorial debuts. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming yep. this is just going to fall in line with that. Yeah. And they're so good about letting, letting people have those shots at directorial debuts and, mm -hmm. and financing them, which is incredible. So that covers one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine films that have a hard 2023 release date. That's all we have so far. Obviously, more will come out in the year. As we saw with 2022, November and December were like really, really stacked. We're getting like new movies every week. Yeah. So I wouldn't put it past a 24 to kind of start doing that. Um, the the farther the year gets in. Um, I don't want to ask you out of those what you're most excited for, but also, like, out of those, which are you most excited for? I didn't know it'd be a question. I mean, Bo's afraid. <laughs> like, there's no, like, Bo is obviously the thing I'm looking forward to the most. Like, this dude has yeah. made two 
arguably perfect films in my opinion. And so yeah. I'm excited to see what he does for this third one. I am more excited for Bo is afraid. I am going to, I, I think I am going to like past lives better than I will yeah. like Bo is afraid. That's just like more, you know, more, more up my alley kind of a thing. That's um, okay. Let's move on to movies that are technically slated for 2023, but don't have a horror release date yet. This is 13 films. We'll kind of start rolling through these here. We've got The Iron Claw. Follows the story of the Von Eriks, a dynasty of wrestlers who made a great impact on the sport from the 1960s to the present day. Lily James, Harris Dickinson, that's my boy, Harris Dickinson, Zach Efron, Jeremy Allen White of The Bear, and Mara Tierney. Um, the behind the scenes set photos, um, Zach Efron, fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, he looks he looks jacked. I am so excited about this. Um, as we, you know, talked about disaster piece when he came on, I was super into wrestling growing up. So I'm so excited about this, knowing like um, you know, that family's tradition and stuff, the the Von Erich's tradition in the professional wrestling world. And yeah. you know, I just I love Maura Tierney ever since Liar Liar, so I'm excited to see her come back too. Yeah, uh, I don't know anything about wrestling, so I'm just going into this blind. I'm really nice. curious to see how we shake out on this one to see um, if if like one of us likes it the better than the other, just because I've got our our relationship to wrestling, you know. Yeah, curious. Um, okay, next one comes from Sundance of 2023 as well, called All Dirt Roads Taste of Salt. I did try to get a screening pass for this one. Um, same. I I tried to get a screening pass for You Hurt My Feelings as well. Unfortunately, they they sold out too fast. This is a decade-spanning exploration of a woman's life in Mississippi and an ode to the generations of people, places, and ineffable moments that shape us. Um, it sounds absolutely heartbreaking, and I'm sure with A24 behind it, it is something that they, they firmly believe is powerful. So um, this one will be intense. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to, to checking this one out when it drops. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. Next, we've got Alex Garland back, back for more after men. A24 after was like, men. you know what? We, we like what you did. We want you to come back and do some more. <laughs> I guess, you know, <laughs> fuck, man. I don't know. This is like, you know, I just talked about Ari Aster and I'm ready for his third film. And then we got like Alex Garland's third film. I was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe that was his third, right? I got like Ex Machina. And then, yeah, I think that was his third movie. But I think, yeah. And then anyways. men and then this one. Yeah. Um, so Alex Garland, Ari Aster. And, um, there was somebody, there's somebody else that I was just thinking of and I just lost my, I lost, lost my, oh, Robert Eggers. Those are like the three guys that A24 is like seeing grow under their yeah. wing and they just want to keep them. And I, I appreciate that. I respect that. This movie's called Civil War star stars Kirsten Dunst, Wagner Mora, Jefferson White and Sonoya Mizuno. Um, the plot is under wraps. I couldn't find anything on IMDb, but from the rumors that I have heard, it is something set in the future, even though it is called Civil War. Uh, yeah. Were you able to find anything on this? Did you do any like Googling or anything? No, I'm. this is all I'm going blind. I'm on the IMDb right now, and you could tell there's some people who have like, thrown in their own characters' jobs, and there's like a, a shopkeeper, a corporal, a sniper a gas station guard and injured American soldier. But yeah, as far as the plot, it's all under wraps. So we'll see what happens. Huh? Interesting. Apparently Alex Garden's Garland started shooting civil war a few weeks before premiering men at, at can. Um, 
and then I'm seeing an article that says Civil War. Alex Garland says his follow-up to Men will be his last time directing. I don't know, man. We got to do some more research on this movie. So yeah, <laughs> we got to we'll figure see. out what the, what the fuck's going on. Maybe he'll bounce back after Men. I mean, I don't know. Men was a fucking trip, dude. <laughs> <It> was <so laughs> weird. Men was wild. Uh, I believe Alex Garland also did Annihilation. So let's not yeah, forget. I was say, he, that's, yeah, so Men was the third one that like didn't hit for me, and I'm worried this will happen with Ari Aster. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm Curse of I haven't threes. liked anything from Robert Eggers, so I'm like oh for whatever on him. So what <laughs> if it's what if brutal. his third one I like? What if I like the Northman? That'd Dude, be kind of funny. I sure as hell hope you do because the I'll Northman rips. Yeah. You got it. I bought that in 4K. That's how much I like the Northman. I was like, this yeah. I gotta support this movie. All support right. Robert Eggers because he took a bath at the box office on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Tough. I thought a shirtless scars guard would do it, but I guess not. Uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, I can't find anything on, on Civil War. So I'd say that's probably the movie, like the highest profile movie that we know nothing about, like literally yeah. nothing about. So it'll be interesting. Um, we've got this movie called Dream Scenario. Now this, talking some big names, some not general A24 names, I feel like yeah. in this conversation, Nicolas Cage, Michael Sarah, Tim Meadows, Lily Gao, Dylan Baker, and Kate Berlant. We love Kate Berlant. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's exciting. This is about a schlubby professor who never made it, and he becomes an overnight celebrity after appearing in everyone's dreams. Now, that schlubby p- professor is Nicolas Cage. Uh, where where are you on the Nicolas Cage meter? Where are you, you excited for Renfield? Did you like Massive Talent? I, can, can I get a vibe? Can I get a read? Yeah, I mean, Nick Cage is an American, a national treasure. How about I put it that way? Cage is a national treasure. Uh, yeah, I can I see love, the gears turning. You were like American. No, 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 no. Like, we got to no, go national it, treasure. Was it? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm on the outs with um, Moonlight. I think a lot of people love that movie and that just like didn't work for me. But Nick Cage in general, I'm super on board with. So yeah. I'm, and like I said, Caper Lant, Michael Sarah, like I'm here for all that. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I think Nicholas Cage taking weird roles is always good. It's like yeah. a it's like a Daniel Radcliffe situation where it's just like yep. that movie seems like it shouldn't be made and it's probably going to be excellent because yeah. they just go full send right yep. um yeah, yeah that's going to be good uh next one is called Love Lies Bleeding this is a romance fueled by ego desire in the American dream got Katie M O'Brien uh Kristen Stewart Dave Franco Jenna mm. Ma- Jenna Malone and Ed Harris this is fascinating because that doesn't tell us shit about the movie. Um, directed by Rose Glass. Hadn't heard about this movie until I started making notes for this pod, dude. Yeah, and Rose Glass directed Saint Maud. That's the last thing really? she did. Really fascinating. So this is her follow up to that. So if that tells you anything, which it oh, doesn't, boy. But yeah, we're gonna get into some <laughs> something for real with this. That is going to be wild. I I yeah. still I still hold Saint Maud, even if I didn't like the movie as a whole. I still hold Saint Maud as one of the greatest final 15 seconds of a movie ever yeah yeah so maybe we go down the same road which i wouldn't uh, be mad at with this uh, not at all sounds good when any, anytime you can bake in the american dream you're gonna get really really fucked up stuff so that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah. um all right next one priscilla little movie about little little guy named elvis you're big big elvis guy huh i'm a big awesome butler guy that's for sure <laughs> This is uh, directed by Sofia Coppola, who has done The Bling Ring for A24. Previously, um, we've got Kaylee Spaney, and we've got Jacob Alordi. Now, Jacob Alordi of uh, of uh, Euphoria. Euphoria fame, yeah. thank you, is playing Elvis, I believe, in this movie. Yeah. How, uh, how are we 
as a society going to switch from Austin Butler to Jacob Elordi? I don't think it's going to go well. I, I'm curious. I mean, we just had Elvis directed by an Australian and now he's going to be played by an Australian. So <laughs> we'll see what happens, but I trust Sofia Coppola. Like she's, you know, a great director. Um, so I, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for this. Like, let's see what she does. Like, are we going Marie Antoinette where it's kind of like, you know, that, I mean, that kind of is also in the Baz Luhrmann, like modern yeah. stuff set in the, a period piece. I'm curious to see how this is going to go, but I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I mean, all it says is Sofia Coppola's take on the relationship between Priscilla and Elvis Presley. I think anything with Elvis is fascinating. My grandma was a big Elvis fan, like, like huge, unreal. That's one of my biggest like childhood memories. Um, so yeah, low key excited. Sofia Coppola, I you know, I've only ever seen the Bling Ring. If I'm going to be honest with you, and I didn't like that movie. I don't think it was Sofia Coppola's fault. Um, no, that was your fault. But yeah. <laughs> That one's a that one's a personal problem there. I got I got personal demons I gotta work through to get on the bling ring train. I'm um, honestly surprised you haven't seen Lost in Translation. Like that's like Dude, you don't even Twitter, know like, like every movie. night, every night where I'm trying to decide what movie, it like comes up on my watch list and I'm like yeah. tonight? And then I'm like, you know what? No, I can't do it. Virgin of Suicides is amazing. Um I have yeah. Marie Antoinette, like that's on my watch list as well. Uh, on the rocks. That's a movie I've been trying to watch for a couple of years. Uh, so I just, you know, I gotta, I gotta do better. Thanks, Ben. I gotta do better. Um, earth mama is the next movie, an intimate coming of age story of a pregnant single mother who embraces her Bay area community as she determines the fate of her family. Um, sounds really intense and I really appreciate a 24 kind of, you know, do like riding the line between these really impactful, pivotal uh, films and then some of their staples, right? Of like an Ari Aster and Alex Garland or some of the bigger things that are of more, you know, more of the original fictional side of things, uh, I think is, is pretty impressive from the studio. Yeah. I'm, this is sounds super interesting. Like I, this is another one I haven't heard anything about, but apparently Savannah Leaf uh, was an Olympian in 2012 and now she's an award winning filmmaker. So, wow. Um, yeah. Anything is of, possible. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the, these kind of stories, this is a 24, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just based on this, this tagline here, plus 97 minute runtime, anything in the double digits is a Ooh. win. So I'm excited. That's a big win right there. That's yeah. a big win. Okay, cool. I'm excited for that one. Problemista. Now this premiered at South by Southwest um, just a few weeks ago. This is directed by uh, Julio Torres, also starring Julio Torres, um, RZA, Isabella Rossellini, who I believe is in Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Mm-hmm. Also in Blue Velvet, which I watched last night for the very first time. Oh, nice. Have you seen Blue Velvet? Uh, not for a very long time. Oh. Uh, I'm still really confused. I still don't, <laughs> I still don't yeah. know what I watched. <laughs> um, it also stars Greta Lee, who is in Past Lives as well. So very cool to see A24 kind of sticking with who they know. Um, and then Tilda Swinton. That's like the big name on this one, on all the promo kind of pictures this one is uh, about Alejandro, who is an aspiring toy designer from El Salvador, struggling to bring his unusual ideas to life in New York. As time runs out on his work visa, a job assisting an erratic art world outcast becomes his only hope to stay in the country. Sounds really niche, but, yeah. you know, then again, Taro is pretty niche. I'm not saying they're the same things, but, you know, niche could be good. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, without a doubt. So I'm, I'm, I'm here for Tilda all the time. I think Riz is a better actor than, you know, people give him credit for. Yeah. And yeah, I think I've seen this, uh, Julio Torres, you know, in Los Spookies. Um, he's, I mean, he's a funny dude. So, uh, also in the other two. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down. We're getting a lot of directorial debuts. I love it. Yeah, really exciting stuff. And a South by Southwest premiere, like that's always good. You know, I feel like anytime A24 can pick up something at a festival is always <laughs> really cool. Uh, next one on the list here is The Deepest Breath. Now this is um, champion and expert safety divers seem destined for one another despite different paths they took to meet at pinnacle of the free diving world. The thrilling rewards and inescapable risks of chasing dreams through the depths of the oceans. This is a documentary about oceans. I like documentaries. Oceans really scare me, Ben. So I Dude. don't know if I'm here for this. <laughs> Dude, I was just watching something on uh, YouTube. I think on Vice or something like that. They were covering the guys that, like free solo buildings, you know, like they go nope. up like, I nope. was like, dude, what? Like, why? <laughs> why are you doing this? This is insane. Like, I'm getting sweaty palms just like watching you guys oh, do this. This is nope. crazy. So this is very much in that same vein for me, but I'm sure it'll be great. I can't. I can't. A- anything... The ocean in general, it takes a lot. Like, I got to be in Hawaii to be like, yeah, I'll hang out in this little cove right here, the, like the kitty cove. Yeah. I'm not going past that, dude. The ocean is just a... Ask James Cameron. It's an abyss, bro. He knows. It is. It is indeed. You don't know what's going on down there. That's If any of you listening want to be the guest uh, on The Deepest Breath, <laughs> let me know. We'll talk about it. Yeah, if anybody wants to sub <laughs> sub in for me, I'll, I'll, I'll sub out. Uh, next documentary, uh, another documentary, St- Stephen Curry. Underrated, a documentary about Golden State Warriors All Star Stephen Curry. You big basketball guy, Ben? I don't really know this about you. I don't know. I don't know what's your what's your sports history here. I know uh, wrestling, but other than that, yeah, no, I'm I'm a really big basketball guy. Uh, happened when I moved to Utah because everyone liked basketball. Yep, so yep. at the age of ten, I had to learn basketball. <laughs> I, I knew nothing about it. I grew up on baseball, Oakland A's. Let's go. Uh, and then I moved here, and it was just like, oh, okay, I guess I have to learn basketball. So I love basketball. Huge fan. Stephen Curry's like the greatest shooter we've ever seen in the league. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to like be alive while that's happening, you know, cause it's just like, Oh, that can't like, we can't say that this guy's still around, but it's like, no, like he he's, he would take on anybody. So I'm, I'm curious to see this. I like, I don't love Steph Curry. You know, I think he and his wife, like they're, they're doing a great job. They're getting their bag. You know what I mean? Like they're doing their silly mini golf TV shows and the cooking yeah. shows. And it's like, cool. Awesome. Get the bag, but you're, you're kind of wearing me out. Like, so I don't, I don't have like <laughs> a huge dark. desire to see this one, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Yeah. I, I, every time I live in Portland, so I'm like, by nature, I'm a Blazers guy. Yeah. Um, anytime I, I watch the Blazers play, I know if, a few years ago they had a pretty good uh, playoff run and my wife and I watched them like really fair weather fans and, um, had a blast. And then it's like, Oh cool. Basketball's really sick. I just don't. I just don't have the capacity. I don't have the free bandwidth to like cover basketball. You know what Damian I mean? Damian Lillard played here in Utah, Weber State, in college. So that's true. Yeah. Yes, he did, and refuses to leave this city for God knows what <laughs> I reason. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Uh, okay, two more. We got three more to go here. This next one is Wizards with an exclamation point. That's important. The problems of two unlucky beach bar operators start when they find stolen loot that they really should have left alone. Now, Joel Edgerton is a co-writer on this movie, which I think is very interesting. Orlando Bloom, Naomi Scott, Sean Harris, and my boy, Pete Davidson. That's my guy. 
Bodies, bodies, bodies? I mean, come on. So, sounds pretty good. I don't really know what to expect, but it sounds pretty cool. Oh, I, I cannot wait for this one. David Michaud like, created one of my favorite movies of all time called Animal Kingdom. Uh, yep. He is an amazing director and writer. Of Joel Edgerton, obviously, was in Animal Kingdom. So I'm I'm super stoked on this. I also think Joel Edgerton is a good writer. Like He helped write that movie, The Gift, which I think he also directed. Um, and that's a really good movie. So I'm, I'm stoked on this. I love Sean Harris. I love Orlando Bloom. I'd be stoked to see him come back. Um, and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm giving Pete the chance here. We'll see what he does. Please. But, uh, yeah, this, this is me. Fun. This is me begging everybody. Give Pete the chance. Just give okay? Pete the chance. Yeah. <laughs> he was great in bodies and like nobody says anything about it because he dies. So what the That's hell? That's why it was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into that. I guess I deserve that. Um, uh, speaking of Joel Edgerton. The trailer for Master Gardener just dropped this morning. Did you get a chance to watch that trailer, Ben? I did not. Okay, so here's the deal. Master Gardener, Paul Schrader's next film. Paul Schrader in a lot of weird political hot water, so this is neither here nor there. But guy knows how to make movies. And Joel Edgerton, in this movie, it is essentially um, Green Room, one of your favorites. Oh, yeah. One of your A24 favorites, meets first reformed but set in a garden not a church okay well very right. very excited for master gardener not a24 but go go watch the trailer i you know tell me if i'm right because i, I feel like i am but I, maybe i don't know i watched it early in the morning i guess i could be wrong <laughs> i don't know yeah I'll, I'll check that out it sounds intense and it sounds super interesting yeah sounds good the trailer alone gets pretty pretty unhinged so it's pretty good stuff uh, next film is called tuesday uh, it is an upcoming American-British drama fantasy film written and directed by Dana O. Pusick in her feature directorial debut. We've got another debut on our hands. This is a co-production between A24, the BFI, and BBC Film. It stars Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Lola Pettigrew as a mother and a daughter. Uh, JLD, love to see yeah. her return. She's just doing it, man. She's all over. Um, yeah, I mean, on IMDb, like the tagline on that is simply a mother daughter fairy tale. That's all it says on oh, there. Okay, sounds so, sweet. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm going to be optimistic about it. I am worried that it's going to be like the sky is everywhere, you know, which was like oh, tough a movie technically, <laughs> you know. Like, so yeah, so I, I I don't want. I'm not going to go in expecting that. I'm just worried that like there's a chance. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. as much as we obviously love a twenty four they're not batting a thousand, but who is, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm for no reason worried about that already, but uh, (laughs) we'll, we'll, we'll see it. We'll talk about it. It's It's a movie that has like a one sentence log line. And you're like, you know what? I'm just getting real stressed out over here. I just don't think it's going to be that. Jason Siegel in a fucking van again. Like, is this what's happening? (laughs) Like, I don't know what's going on here, but (laughs) you know, um, I, I, I do think it's interesting from a business perspective of like, not everything can, you know, not every movie is going to be a, sl- a slam dunk. I was going to say a slam yeah. run. That's a home run. Uh, not everything is going to be a slam run. Not everything will be a slam run. new phrase here. Yeah. <laughs> that was a slam run. Um, not everything That's is our like. That's new ranking system, actually. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like, instead of an A24, it's going to be a slam run. That's when it's just like. The absolute best. The best of the best. We did it. I was it. afraid it'll be a slam run for sure. We did We did it, Joe. It's a slam <laughs> run. <laughs> um, you know, they have to fill their slate, right? They have to yeah. fill their slate with stuff. And like, 
a lot of that stuff will probably go to streamer. Like I assume Tuesday will probably just show up on Hulu or probably mm-hmm. just show up on HBO Max or like whatever. So um, it's curious how they, they kind of do that. The last one that is currently supposed to come out in 2023, we know that this is actually coming out in 2023. I can't remember the release date, so we might have fudged this one up a little bit, but it uh, is. Yeah, they didn't put it on the trailer. It just says coming okay. this year. Okay. So no release date yet. So we're good. It is a stop making sense re-release. Now this is um, the movie by by Jonathan Demme. Um, it is an innovative concert movie for the rock group Talking Heads. We we talked uh, we texted about this a little bit. I have never really like listened to the Talking Heads. I know David Burns uh, American Utopia was like a big deal when that came out on HBO Max, and um, this like isn't my bag. But I asked you, I was like, look, do I go into this movie blind? and experience it for the first time in theaters in a re-release or should I like prepare myself? You said I should go in blind. So I'm really excited. I mean, that's, that's how I wish I could have experienced it. And I love how I experienced it. You know, like I, it was perfect watching it at home, but I think anything, if you get the experience to see it in the theater, like you go for that. So I say, listen to the music. So you're like familiar with it, but it's just going to be such an experience to take in for the first time on the big screen. But yeah, Jonathan Demi like directed Science of the Lambs and Philadelphia. Like he's done a lot of great stuff. And this is, I don't know, just one of my favorite concerts out there. So I'm I'm super stoked about this. Yeah, it'll be cool. Another re-release from A24. So I I like that business, uh, that business sense there. I think it'll be cool. Okay, we got 16 TBA movies. We're gonna blow through these, okay? We're just gonna we're just gonna go yay or nay, and we're just gonna put them out into the universe. This is on the A24 like wiki if you re- mm-hmm. you know if you really want to go do some do some more digging um first one is called a different man it stars sebastian stan renate Rensvi, who i i love she's in the worst person in the world um mm-hmm. i just bought that criterion film uh owen klein and adam pearson tells the story of edward after under- undergoing a facial reconstructive surgery he becomes fixated on an actor in a stage production based on his former life this movie looks pretty intense. I'm not going to lie. And um, I'm curious like when they're going to come out. Cause I remember like many, many months ago they announced like, Hey, this is happening and we're starting production and all these things. So I'm, I'm just curious on a timetable. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board. Let's do it. I'm on it. Uh, first Eggers brothers movie. Are you, I know you're out on Robert Eggers. What do you, this make you a little more, you know, a little happier now? We got Eggers Brothers, or is this a double maybe, down on the knows? bad? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe together they'll be like the Coens and I'll be on board. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. This is called The Front Room. It tells the story of a young, newly pregnant couple who is forced to take an ailing, estranged a stepmother. Um, that's that's the movie. That's their first, you know, first brothers, uh, brothers endeavor there. Um, we have a movie called Fucking Identical Twins. Now, this is by uh, directed by Larry Charles. Uh, starring Megan Mullally, Nathan Lane, Bowen Yang, and Megan The Stallion, which oh, is yeah. just like quite the lineup. If I'm going to be honest with you, um, a pair of business rivals discover that they are identical twins and decide to swap places in an attempt to trick their divorced parents to get back together. Sounds really funny to me, based on the cast. I think it's going to be a hoot. <laughs> yeah, and Larry Charles, for those who don't know, I mean, he helped produce Seinfeld, so. The dude okay. knows what he's doing, you know, so he he's, he's good. He also directed Borat, um, which is just, I think, one My of the, the funnier movies out there. So, uh, yeah, so I think it's in good hands. 
forever changed the way everybody says my wife. So, you know. <laughs> or anything that rhymes with it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he changes the culture, you know, big deal. Uh, okay. The governess. Now, this is a big deal because it is Joe Talbot's uh, sophomore film, his first movie since The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Both of us very big fans of that film. Uh, it is about three governesses who ignite rebellion in their household to the delight of their employers. Uh, we've got Lily Rose Depp, Hoy- Hoyon, and Renate Rensvi again in this movie. Um, I'm excited just based on the fact that it's Joe Talbot and he's back yeah. behind the camera. Very cool stuff. Yeah, without a doubt. That's all I need. Joe Talbot, good. Yeah, sold. All I need. Uh, I saw the TV Glow. Follows two teenage two teenagers who bond over their shared love of a scary television show, but the show gets mysteriously canceled. Uh, this has Justice Smith and Daniel Deadweiler in it. Scary TV show? Uh, not a fan, but mysteriously canceled. I don't know. Sounds like a horror mystery to me. Yeah, it sounds like it's just a scary version of Brigsby Bear, maybe. We're going to see yeah. how this all plays out. But um, yeah, just looking at the, the cast list right now, it's got... Danny Tamborelli, who was in The Adventures of Pete and Pete. So let's do it. I'm here. Big win. Uh, next on the list, Jerry Lee Lewis, Trouble in Mind. Now, this is um, another Ethan Cohen film here. An electrifying glimpse into the complex life and thrilling, unparalleled performances of rock and roll's first and wildest practitioner, Jerry Lee Lewis. Now, IMDb had a release date of 2022 for this. I don't know if it premiered at any festivals or anything like that, but it is definitely like not available to watch anywhere Mm -hmm. and it's still this is tba on on like a 24 site and everything um so really big gear for docs for a 24 honestly yeah this is gonna be interesting jerry lee lewis obviously like a huge icon in the rock world also married a 13 year old when he was 22 so oh wow yeah kind of weird but that's (laughs) something yeah that is something (laughs) (laughs) Well, my my interest levels in this film just skyrocketed because I <laughs> yeah. want to know how they're going to tackle that. <laughs> um, okay. Next up is The Legend of Ochi. A young girl uncovers the mysteries of animal communication. This has Willem Dafoe, Finn Wolf- Wolfhard, and Emily Watson in it. I don't know, but it might be animation. Everything that okay. I saw led me to believe this is like an original screenplay based on an original world of animation apparently a24 just like could not buy this movie fast enough they're really excited about the world that it could create um i don't know google it check it out it sounds really really exciting yeah i think defoe falls into that category (laughs) of like if he's there i want to see it yeah sold too easy maxine this is a big one this is a big big movie apparently it is it is in production it is shooting uh, the third movie from Ty West follows Maxine, who is the only survivor of the bloody incidents of X, as she continues her journey towards fame to be an actress in 1980s Los Angeles. Um, we don't know anything about the cast other than it's Mia Goth. I assume that they're going to get some really, really good people to go behind this one. Mm-hmm. And it is a sequel to X. So we'll have the prequel, the current and the sequel. I, I know it's going to fucking rule. That's pretty much all there is to it. It's going to be great. Jade. Clear your calendar. You're coming yeah. up for that one for sure. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah, Jade, you're coming on the pod. Bet. <laughs> um, okay. David Lowry back after the Green Knight. Yeah. I love the Green Knight. I'm a big yeah. Green Knight fan. I did not see a ghost story, um, but I like David Lowry. I like his eye. 
This movie's called Mother Mary. The film will be an epic pop melodrama following a fictional musician, played by Anne Hathaway, and her relationship with an iconic fashion designer, played by Michaela Cole. We just learned about this movie, like, last week? I think we just got announcements. Anything that Anne Hathaway is in, I will sit down and I will pay any amount of money to watch it. Simple as that. Yeah, on my other pod, three films, we have a segment called our Crushmore Mountain, and Anne oh, Hathaway yeah. is one of the four faces on my Crushmore, without a doubt. Easy, yeah, no question about it. I yeah. have, I have like you know pictures of Anne Hathaway saved my camera roll, so I can like tweet about them and you know use them as like memes and stuff, mm-hmm. and just like no questions from my wife because she knows Anne Hathaway. That's the crush. What are yeah, you gonna do, it's right? There. Yeah, nothing you can do about it. Um. Occupied City. Now, this is by Steve McQueen, which is very, very interesting that A24 is going to get Steve McQueen in the director's lineup for for their filmography, honestly. It's a documentary about Amsterdam under Nazi occupation during World War II between the years 1940 and 1945. That sounds like it's going to fucking hit, and it's going to hurt, and it's going to be really good and raw, and Steve McQueen just does that shit really good. Yeah. He really does. Uh, great director, shame, 12 years of slave. Uh, if you haven't seen widows, watch widows. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard great things about small acts, the TV series he did. I have not seen it yet, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked, man. He's a great director. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be really cool for a 24 to, to work with him. Uh, okay. We've got a part one and a part two, uh, to an untitled Steve Martin documentary. Um, that sounds fascinating. Like I said, big year for docs. I'm, I'm not really a huge Steve Martin guy just because, like, I didn't grow up with him. So he mm-hmm. didn't, like, really form my kind of sense of comedy. Um, I would just, I, I, I don't know where you're at on, on Steve Martin. I mean, I, th- I think he's hilarious. Um, Only Murders in the Building. I think he yep. is fantastic on that. Um, obviously, super funny, super talented, Father of the Bride, all that kind of stuff. So uh, I my favorite kind of book is a biography. And so I think it's also why, like, these kind of docs just hit for me. So I'm, I cannot wait for this one. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, okay. Y2K. Now speaking of, of, uh, Brigsby, uh, Brigsby bear, is that what it's called? Brigsby bear. Yeah. Okay. Brigsby bear, uh, directed by Kyle Mooney, who mm-hmm. you probably know from SNL fame. Uh, the story takes place on new year's Eve, 1999, when two high school students played by Jaden Martell and Julian Dennison decide to crash the last big party uh, before the new millennium, when the clock strikes midnight, the night gets more insane than ev- than they ever could have imagined. We've got Rachel Zegler, Alicia Silverstone, the Kid Leroy, T- Tim Heidecker, Eduardo Franco, Daniel Zilgard- Zilgadri from Funny Pages, mm-hmm. uh, and co-produced by Jonah Hill. That's my guy heard of him yeah i can't wait for this Kyle mooney's been my favorite thing about snl for the past decade um i like all his stuff gets cut for time unfortunately but uh (laughs) he was great on there obviously julian dennison from hunt for the wilder people and deadpool 2 yep yep Uh, i'm very much looking forward to this and getting like let's get alicia silverstone back on screen like i I can't this is gonna be awesome yeah speaking of of a24 and alicia silverstone uh killing of a sacred deer I believe yeah. she plays really strange two minute role in that movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is really fascinating. Zone of Interest. Now, this movie is by Jonathan Glazer. A Nazi officer falls in love with the woman of the commander of the Auschwitz concentration camp. Um, I don't know. I'm getting Jojo Rabbit vibes here, 
but not by Taika. So like, I don't know if it's going to work. You know what I mean? For sure. I mean, this is the dude that directed under the skin. So I'd be very surprised if we're getting Jojo rabbit out of oh, this. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. So <laughs> yeah, I take that back. I, I would love to see his take on <laughs> Jojo rabbit for sure. Uh, but obviously like sexy beast, beast and birth as well. Um, so yeah, this is going to be intense. Wow. I think. <laughs> wow. I would yeah. just, just call that one all wrong. We're going no, the I, other I, way. I, I love it. I hope it is like Jojo rabbit. I really do. I hope he just makes a hard left turn. He's like, nope, we're going funny. Straight comedy. Straight <laughs> comedy. To be funny. <laughs> uh, last one on the list here is called Medusa deluxe. This is directed by Thomas Hardiman. It is a murder mystery set in a competitive hairdressing competition. Extravagance and excess collide as the death of one of their own. sows seeds of division in a community whose passion for hair verges on obsession um i don't really know a lot about this movie either haven't heard of it until i googled so you're welcome now you know this is a movie that exists yeah i have no clue about this movie looks like again like you said directorial debut he's just done a bunch of shorts so i don't know i'm the that log line made me interested so i'm i'm ready for it yeah no definitely a24 has a lot of shit coming out in 2023 ben yeah a lot of stuff. And I just don't think people know that. I think people are like, Bo was afraid in past lives. And that's going to be it. And it's like, no, we got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and A24 is really good at that. Like we mentioned, like they just, they just find a way to keep the slate full and they're, they're doing the most and they're making a lot of it work a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's end the episode of the pod with our top five 2023 projects that we are most looking forward to from A24. Start at number five, work our way to one. If you want, yeah. Do you want to just blaze through all five each or do you want to go yeah. back and forth? No, but just just blaze it, Ben. Just rip it. Go for it. I was afraid, number one, obviously. Uh-huh. Very excited about Stop Making Sense to see that in the theaters. Y2K, we just talked about it. Kyle Mooneyam here. Wizards, David Michaud, like Animal Kingdom. Just give, give it to me. And then I'm stoked to see what Sofia Coppola does with Priscilla. Uh, we just had, uh, I think, a great movie about Elvis, and I think it's going to be very different in tone, but Sofia Coppola is a great director, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to Priscilla. I love all of those, and that was not enough time for me to vamp to try to figure out exactly what my five are. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> all right. Um, number one is Past Lives. That's just, it's just going to be me. That's just, yeah. that's my kind of movie. Number two is Bo is Afraid. I can't stop thinking about that trailer and I can't stop thinking about how ridiculous that honestly looks. Um, number three would be uh, Y2K. I think that's going to be absolutely hysterical and really, really good. Number four would be Maxine. I just think from yeah. what we've seen from Ty West so far, um, seeing him continue to elaborate on that and do that elevated horror so well is, is really interesting. Um, and then I would, I would probably my number five, I would go with the governess, uh, strictly on Joe Talbot. I just like think he has one of the most incredible eyes for beautiful things. And I'm really curious about that. I know it doesn't really have a 2023 release date yet. I know we're still kind of like up in the air on that. Um, if, if I have to swap that out for something I know is coming out in 23, it's going to be, you hurt my feelings. I think that movie's just going to like really blow me away and on my ranking of the year is probably going to get slated really high initially. And then as the year goes on, I'll just like 
be like, wow, yeah, that was a really good movie. Like, I really did. Like, like I wish more people saw it. I wish more people talked about it. I wish, you know, it got more uh, screen time. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited. There's a lot of things to be excited for. Oh, yeah. It's a great time to have an A24 podcast. Uh, yeah. I'm so much stuff coming up. And obviously, like, we missed some stuff. So I'm I'm curious to hear from people what they want us to cover that came out while we were covering the Oscars. Yep. Obviously, we have, you know, the winners from our Oscars prediction draft. They get to pick an episode for us um, and, you know, come guest on if they want as well. Oh, yeah. It should be a lot of fun. So, yeah, there's just, like, it's, it's a, you know, it's a lot of great movies that we got coming out. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Let us know what you guys are looking forward to this year, 2023, what A24 is coming. Also, what are we going to do for A24 in 2024? Like my girlfriend brought Dude. it up. Like we have, to, this has to be like amazing. We got, we got a we year to figure, figure it, out. it out, but okay. if you have any suggestions, let us know A24 hey, in 2024. Here's the thing. We have to get A24's attention and then we got to like throw like a live pod yeah. In like the A twenty four HQ, you know, and yes. and do like an A twenty four in twenty twenty four. We got to get to a premiere or something, dude. We got to get on the good side of the studio here. Clayton, if you're listening, <laughs> Flynn, if you're listening, whatever you can do, Give help us, the us out here. We need some help here. Um, but obviously, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Yep. What we should cover. What you're looking forward to. We are on Twitter and Instagram at twenty four minutes of A twenty four. You can find us on all the podcasts, Apple, Spotify, everything. And also you can like look at us on a TV if you want by going onto YouTube oh, yeah. and subscribing there. That's one of my favorite things. Uh, our buddy vibe, whenever she posts that picture, like on the TV, I'm like, hell yeah, oh, I love this. This is so cool. I love so, it. I want someone's big screen TV. That's yeah, incredible. It makes me smile every time. So vibe, thank you so much for continuing yeah. to share those. But yeah, find us on YouTube. I am Ben Lawhorn. And I am Ethan Simi. Spring break forever, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>